Welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion into the furry fandom. And now, two Muppets who think they're alive, Ruin Tugs. And welcome to For What It's Worth. This is Season 2, Episode 14, Furry Romance. Is the bark worse than the bite? This is Tugs. And this is Rue. <laughs> and you're listening to For What It's Worth <laughs> right now. Right now. Right now. Not, 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 not two seconds ago, just right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we, we have a wonderful show for you guys today. We're going to be talking about relationships and... You're a Muppet. A Muppet? Yep. No, you're a puppet. No. No, you are. We do have a good show. Um, and we actually have a lot to do, so we're just going to get right into it, yeah? Yep. All right, weekly recap. So, it's been three weeks since we released an episode last. We have had a lot that's gone on. I know, and because of our production time, it's been almost a month since we've recorded a full regular episode let's right? see we've had let's see you went to rain first i did and let's see i went and saw avenue q that was pretty amazing yes um <laughs> i know the joke didn't go um okay so local meets what'd you do at the last local meet the last local meet well that was that was pretty epic we had uh we had a swimming meet what'd you, you a swimming meet oh yeah we went to denny's yeah, we went swimming, and we also went to Denny's. But, well, and then there was another meet at the park last week? Yeah, yeah, the, the UFF had a, had a meet as well. And you went? Yeah, it was um, just basically at Liberty Park. There were some suitors that were there. They also went to um, a Halloween thing afterward. Halloween thing. A haunted house. And then so. there's another meet uh, tomorrow, and I think we'll actually, well, actually, by the time this is out there, it'll have happened. So what's the next meet? What we're actually going to be doing is we're going to be going to a park, and we're going to have pumpkin carving and Halloween contests and um, costume contests. And then afterward, we're going to be going to um, Thanksgiving Point, where we're going to go around, walk around to Sanity Point. What is a Halloween contest? Like, well, basically... Ha- who's the best Halloween? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's where we pick the pumpkin king for the next year. Oh, so that's a like pumpkin that. carving contest. I thought it was the great pumpkin. Yeah, we have, um, we have a pumpkin carving contest, and we also have, like, a costume c- contest as right. well. Right. We use that a Halloween contest, so... Contests. Uh, oh, there you go. Hey. Anyway. Anything else that you've been up to? Uh, well, I went to Rain first. How was that? Give us give us a report here. <laughs> well, okay, so a lot of my report was kind of in progress when we released the last episode, which wasn't really our podcast per se. Um, Synthesthesia is a standalone product. It just happens to be everyone's podcast put together. It was so awesome. I time. I listened to it like three or four times because they talked about me. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, and you bite your, your middle cookie. Um, no, I, I love RF. It was my first RF. And it was like the Doubletree FC con came back to life with much more Seattle in it, which is a good thing. Um, I really liked it. It had the the little con, big con feeling, you know, where mm-hmm. you can see everyone. I, I just loved it. And I'm going next year. It's been decided. And uh, it's kind of nice now because it makes FC not seem quite so far away. I heard you met some pretty cool people. I did. Anybody, <laughs> anybody that you want to give to a shout out to? Oh man, I met a lot of people. So, um, 
I, I, I guess Keo. I mean, because Keo and I hung out a lot, and it was fun, and we were poking each other during synesthesia, and it was, all, it was good. Well, it so, sounded like you guys had a really fun time. We did. I enjoyed listening to it. I'm pretty sure that a lot of people enjoyed listening to it. I, I wish that I was there, I have to admit. I don't. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Wow. Hey. That's so mean. No, don't worry. When Synesthesia the sequel comes out, <laughs> maybe. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, oh, oh, hey, wait, hold on. The shout-outs from RF, if there are any acceptable for our regular show, will be at the end of the show. Otherwise, you have to go to the show notes page. So stay tuned. Yep, at the very end, because we're jerks to make you wait. So that favorite moment, I'm going to bite this goddamn cookie that's whoa whoa what's up with the cursing i'm sorry it's metal again what's up with that it's called we're eco-friendly just eat it oh oh, eeping it eeping the cookie eeping the cookie (laughs) i have eeped it and now i am going to read the fortune that is inside all right so is this from your crappy fortune book all i can say is the text gets smaller and smaller (laughs) actually you're just losing your sight you know, I have glaucoma. I am offended. You need to smoke some pot. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> May your aim be true and your arrow swift until I got narrow to the knee. What? What? I'm <laughs> just kidding. Just what kidding. What the... Um, <laughs> okay. May that your aim really be loud. true and your arrow swift in bed with a cookie. So, uh, as your ears just exploded, we have a we are trying out a soundboard that is being pre-recorded with the show rather than put in after the fact. So uh, you'll hear all kinds of insanity, but we're not going to turn into crappy FM radio. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah, and I need to turn that down next time. Warn me before you do that. Yes, mother. I'm kidding. Oh, and something important happened, and we didn't even realize it. I have the power to mute you. I have the power to fire you. No. <laughs> So what happened? Um, we got an announcer. We do have an announcer. We do. He's been He's, on for a while. And we just haven't really talked to him. I've talked I to mean, him. I mean, not talked to him. We haven't really talked about him. <laughs> yeah. So Firebreath is our announcer, and his bio is on the show page. Actually, it's been on there for a while, but we thought we'd give him an actual big thank you on the show itself. So that's who's providing your lovely voice. If you're wondering why sometimes he sounds just a little off, it's because he's French-Canadian. So you hear, you get a boot and poutine all in the same voice. Well, he did the, the mattress ad, didn't he? No. Oh, he did not? No, it was laughing. Oh, I thought it was someone else. Uh, it, yeah. It was him. Nope, someone else. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I had a professional do that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> but Firebird does a good job. I mean, he has a great voice, so... What else happened? This is your fault, by the way, because I have not been on the podcast this long. So tell everyone what you forgot. Well, I forgot that for what it's worth, turned one year old just um, recently. And so. people are screaming at us on Twitter, and I'm on the road to RF. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're celebrating, for what it's worth, one year anniversary. So it's been one year since um, since I got together with a couple of my roommates, which would be Ellen Fay. I'm going to give them a shout out. And, you know, we got together and we came up with this great idea to start this podcast. And, um, <laughs> you know, it took forever to come up with a name, um, with our name for what it's worth. But 
Um, we took like a whole day. We had like this great big huge po poster. Uh, apparently we were going to be like, um, what was it called? I'm sorry. It was called I'm sorry? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it was like, oh, FT, what is it, FTW? WTF? WTF. Oh, there we go. WTF. What the fur or whatever. But, but that's then a furry we, con. I know. It's a furry con, so we couldn't do that. Actually, so. I think that's Firebreath's con, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, he's on staff for it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we're one-year-old, and we will actually do something about that soon. Yeah. Right? We'll do, we'll do something. Some sort of... It's in our upcoming McRib episode that we'll probably do something about it. We're going to barbecue sauce. You know what? I don't care. We're all going to order a ton of McRibs with media, and we're going to get together, eat McRibs, and shoot the breeze. And drink. So anyways, happy birthday for what it's worth. Okay. Well, then, I think it's time to move into the main segment. You ready? I am. Okay. And welcome back. We are now... Wait, you always say that. What? You always say, and welcome back. And welcome back. I think that the, the viewers should tell you what to say from now on. Okay. We need, we need intros from the viewers. Send them to us. We'll give you contact details later. Anyway. It'd be like, I'm a fox. Yep. And that's, you'll read that's it. welcome back. <laughs> you'll read it. Okay, slave. Oh. I'm an ass today. Yeah, you are. I know. Sorry. Yeah, you're, you're a donkey. You're not nah. so has changed. Well, we have some great guests today. We have um, someone that's been with us before, and he's also over for media. And he's, um, he's also one of my really, really good friends, and that is Space Dog. Space something. Look at the show notes. Or Space, space, space Bear. Dog Spare? Dog, dog Bear? You're, you're kind of in a transition. <laughs> what? I have two personas that I'm working bear on right dog, now. Bear Dog, Spiff, Spec. Man Bear, Spiff. <laughs> Whatever. It's uh it's a space bear sparks. But um and he's an interstellar polar bear, which is like a interstellar time traveling polar bear. But I am most known by Space Dog Spiff, which is a cybernetic husky wolf. Did so you? tell us a little bit about Fur Media. Oh well Fur Media is what we like to call a live interactive show. Uh, we do it every Tuesday, eight PM Mountain Standard Time. You can find us on Facebook. Um, and we are also the official voice of the AFA, which is the American Furry Association. What is the American Furry Association? Is it like a bunch of farmers somewhere? Because that's what I'm thinking of. I'm it's, thinking of IFA. To me, to me, it sounds like a bowling league. Yeah, what is, what is, what, what is the AFA? Uh, the AFA is a nonprofit advocate organization. Um, their goal is to raise funds for benefit of furries everywhere and to be informational outlet for both furries inside and outside of the community. Where are they based? Who owns this? Um, they're based in California. It's they, like, do they have an office? Um, not that I know of yet, but they're working on it. This is like a work in progress. Oh. Okay. Who owns it? Uh, Grubbs Grizzly. Oh. And now the pieces come together. All mm -hmm. right. Kaj, tell us about yourself. Uh, well, I'm Kaj, or Kaj, as a bunch of people call me. <laughs> so. What's the official pronunciation? Kaj. Okay. And uh, I, I'm a husky, so I have a few special markings, but... Like nothing what? nothing interesting. <laughs> oh, those kind of markings. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been with the group for uh off and on for like four years, but I stopped going to the meets for a while and then came back. So and I've enjoyed every minute of it. And why was that? Um if well, you want to share. It was a, a lot of different reasons. Um uh, some of the people it was kind of yeah during a bunch of drama going on through the group and it was kind of splitting. So I decided I just didn't want to deal with it for a little while. And then 
Maybe I shouldn't have asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll leave it there. We'll okay. It there. Yeah. So, uh, today's topic is dating. And uh, it's a sensitive topic for a lot of people. And I suspect that every single person who listens to this show, except for maybe the people who are underage that shouldn't be listening, but are doing it anyway and not telling their parents. Naughty, naughty, naughty. I know, because I was that kid once upon a time, and I know you're out there. You said naughty. Anyway. All those kids that are trying to like message me that are like 12 years old. I love your show. It's because you sound like you're 12. So <laughs> dating, is a, sens- <laughs> dating well, is a sensitive topic. I have to stick with my people. And we've convinced these guys to come on and share some rather personal stories. Um, and so we hope you take it in the spirit that they deliver it to you. So without further ado, tell us, uh, we'll start with you, Space. Uh, tell us your basic dating history. So I, have you had a lot of boyfriends before? And have they been in and out of the fandom? No, uh, my first, I, I guess like my first official boyfriend would have been the one that I've recently had. But um, as far as dating goes, it's I'm very, very, very picky. So I've only dated a couple of guys. Are you comfortable sharing your age? Just so people get more perspective. Uh, 25. 25. Okay. So you've only had one official. Right. Okay. Well, you've also dated um, before, before um, you were furry as well. Right. I have dated before, but that was... Um, Did you ever have a girlfriend? Yeah, kind of. Well, we would call it a uh, a booty call, but like the LDS version <laughs> of it. <laughs> what? We'd meet up the once hell? a month, and we would go watch a movie, and we'd end up being like cuddling like crazy until the wee hours of the morning. Is cuddling did, like full on action for Mormons? Yeah, it's, it's pretty risque. It's oh, it's really? pretty it's, it gets pretty intense. <laughs> okay, Kaj. And now you know. Okay, so um, I've dated a couple people. Um, I've recently um, was in a relationship for. Um, Five and a half years, um, so that was a lot of emotions and stuff. And um, I dated before that um, uh, someone. Well, my current or the current one that I was in was uh, that one uh, ended with someone that was um, not a furry. And before that, I dated someone who who was a furry. And so that's pretty much my dating history. I haven't really dated. I've kind of had flings, I guess, but that's about it. <laughs> So you're both on the market. <laughs> and how old are you, if we, if we can ask? Oh, 23. Okay. So let, let, let me ask about, about you guys. Like, what? what what's no. your, yeah, what's really? your dating history? Disastrous. Disastrous? <laughs> Give us a little bit of brief history, Corey. You know what you should do? Uh, you should just say, it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. It's complicated... Four girlfriends, three boyfriends, Ugh. starting at like age 15. Well, with the girls, because I was in Texas, so I had to. Like, there was no other choice. I had to have a girlfriend. Uh, but then I moved to Oregon and I came out and had my boyfriends, and that's even more complicated. I, I, <laughs> without going into too much detail or being absolutely vulgar, I'm just going to leave it there. Okay. Tugs, what about yourself? <laughs> um,. Once upon a time, I was supposed to have a girlfriend. Uh, this was when I was living overseas, so it never really went anywhere, and I didn't really care, to be honest. She cared. I didn't care, because, you you know, you're, what, like, 14? Who cares? Was, right? was that the ambassador's daughter? No, I never actually officially dated her. Oh, okay. Although, she was cute. Um, I have had, I have, how many exes do I have? One. Real ex. No, I have, I have sort of exes, but I have, I was in one relationship, sort of. seriously. They're lowercase exes. Yeah, lowercase. Uh, and that didn't end well. He was abusive uh, on a physical and mental level. Um, and so it came to quite the head. 
and uh, that ended. Uh, and then I met James, um, who is my husband now, and he's he's a furry. Both of them were furries, actually. You guys are so sweet together. <laughs> we have one kid. His name's Kitty. <laughs> Uh, and uh, though we did date for four years and we broke up, um, for two years and then we got back together. So some is nine now, somehow. Nine what? Years. Oh. Um, and next year's our 10th. I don't know what we're doing. Um, at some point we're going to get married, but right now we just wear engagement rings. <laughs> I love it. your ring. It's awesome. I know, but I forgot to wear it. So, um, I know that for myself, I, I've gone up and down, you know, I don't know. I, I've had, um, a couple of girlfriends, you know, I've been with them for like four, four or five months, and this one like broke my heart at the temple. She like broke, I don't know. She took me to the temple, and she, um, she told me that God told her not to, not to be with me. So. Oh, that, that's deep. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Sucks. So I kind of had um, uh, a batshit crazy girlfriend. Yeah. Well. What was your reaction? Well, it was it was really heartbreaking. You know, I really loved her, and she meant the world to me. And we spent every day together. And yeah, that's how. It, that's, that's exactly what happened. Um, and so, really, the only the only person I really been with, I was I was in a relationship with, with a guy for about a year, um, in in the fandom, and. Um, and yeah, so that that's basically been my relationship. I I've since broken up with with people, and so I'm single. I'm yeah. Were you dating exclusively in the fandom? Um, really, the only person I really dated exclusively in the fandom was this one individual. Okay. So I, I guess I kind of gone on. Wait, I've gone on some other dates with some other people, but as far as being in a relationship with somebody. Okay, so we've always had a lot of experience, and to our guests, um, we're going to reverse it this time, Kaj. Do you prefer dating in or out of the fandom, and how come? Um, honestly, I, I don't really think either either way, dating in or out of it. Um, I think dating out of it's a lot harder, because it's a lot harder for them to understand, but at the same time, people I've dated within the fandom or had flings with, it kind of gets a little too much drama for me, but... I, I do like dating people inside the fandom, but I was in a relationship for a while. <laughs> what, what's the benefit you're getting out of dating on the fandom? Why, why is that? Dating out of it? No. Well, like you said you date preferred in, right? Uh, yeah. Why? I, it's just easier to, to relate to them um, about, you know, about all of this. <laughs> so, Makes sense. you know, uh, there's not the whole awkward conversation you have to have with it sometimes and then the rejection you can go through with some people, so... That's probably the toughest part of dating out of the fandom. So, <laughs> and uh, speaking of, I, this is such a horrible segue. <laughs> Space. <laughs> what do you prefer? Well, I've experienced both, but I actually do like a challenge, so I would actually prefer to date with outside the fandom. Really? Yep. Is the challenge been worth it for you so far? A new challenge. Well, I've only experienced it once because <laughs> I've only been in the fandom for about a year, and so I've only dated one person outside of the fandom this once. And so it didn't go so well, but so I'm not th- giving up hope. That brings up something interesting. So you feel that it's easier to date within the fandom than outside the fandom because you see it as a challenge? No. Wait. Did you just twist the question? <laughs> no. No. Basically, you say you like dating outside the fandom because it's a challenge, right? I do. Are you sadistic? <laughs> <laughs> are you, but no, are it's you just that s- there's so much common ground within the fandom itself. It's really easy to find someone that you know you can connect with. But I like that extra challenge where I can 
I like, you know, having to fight for something. So you're romantic. You're a romantic. I'm old school. So what do you look for? I mean... Well, okay, obviously looks are a plus, but for me, I like to look within. So I have to get to know the person a little bit better, um, see if I like them a little bit. Uh, personality is a big thing for me. I don't care if you're fat, if you're skinny, whatever it is. If you have a great personality and we can work really well together, that's what I like. That's attractive to me. Gotcha. Um, well, I, I'll, I'll say it. I'm, I'm kind of shallow with the type of guys I'll date. So Yes, thank but, you. But I will say that my, my shallowness isn't really the norm, so... What's your? Do you want to share? I just like you know, big burly bearish guys. I'm just gonna say it. So, <laughs> all right. But, That's this uh, common thing. A lot of people like that. Yeah, there are a lot that like it. So, um, but uh, I do like that. So, um, but I can be shallow and at times. But I love that. I you do can like personality. I, I love that you can admit that. Just because I like 99 percent of people who you ask, what do you prefer? They always say. Oh, I don't care what they look like. And you know that's bullshit. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm not saying, like, personality. You know, shallow. just throw personality out the window. Let's just go for the hottest guy out there. No, I'll, I'll, I definitely like personality. So, I mean, I'll probably end up picking first off of looks just because of that shallowness. And then if the personality doesn't work, then it kind of no ends like, from there. Yeah, no one likes dating an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So uh, if you're dating within the fandom, and even though if it's not your preference, but let's say you are, um, what do you look for a different kind of quality in that person? So besides what you said, is there something unique that you want to see if you date inside the furry fandom? We're reversing the order again, Kudge, so you're up. Oh, I'm up again? Okay. Um, it's actually weird, and I don't know if this is like a subconscious thing. So I'm, I'm a husky and I'm black and white. Anyone I've ever dated or within the fandom or had a fling with has been kind of a black and white mix. So black and white coloring. And I don't know if it's like a subconscious thing and I just picked that way, but do you visualize them as their character in your mind? I do some, okay. yeah. I mean, I'll visualize them as their character. Even, you know, just friends. I always visualize them as their characters. So. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> now I'm, I'm like, if only there was a photo of us <laughs> sitting here as our personas. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> Space. I was brought up with like old school, uh, traditional manners. And so I like to look for someone who, you know, wouldn't mind opening the door for me or, you know, um, treats you with kindness. Yeah, treats me with kindness and treats me with the loyalty with and love respect, and respect that I deserve. But however, though, if like for some reason that their qualities don't meet up to my standards, they're gone. You don't even get like a pass go. <laughs> really? Straight really. So, Space, what, <laughs> what qualities make um, for a bad partner within the fandom? Oh, um, I don't like violence, so it's it's not a big thing for me. I don't mind like holding a gun and shooting it. That's fun if I'm target practicing, whatever. But I don't like violence whatsoever. I hear stories, and it makes me really sad. Um, I don't like people who have cheated or who have uh, just have those qualities. It reminds me of my personal past, and that right there just kind of makes me sad. So I don't like those qualities in people. Bad qualities, we'll just say that. So uh, I guess bad qualities, I guess it would kind of uh, apply to both in and out of the fandom. It's just um, Rue and Space kind of touched on this, like having a, you know, someone open the door for you and stuff. Like I actually like to do that a lot, like open the door for someone else and stuff. And so when I like, you know, do that for someone and then like they're, you know, they don't say thank you ever, you know, they they don't ever kind of like appreciate anything you do for them. That kind of just, I don't know, I just, it upsets me, I guess. Especially if you do it, I mean, it, it, you know, if once in a while they don't say it, but then like, 
you know, you're just always doing something and they just never care. It's just kind of like, why am I even trying, I guess? <laughs> there's, a, there's someone I work with at work and she's engaged. And she she talks to me, you know, because we sit by each other and that's just how it is. And um, she's all excited about her wedding. And I'm like, well, there's one thing you have to do before your wedding. She's like, well, what's that? And I go, does he open the door for you? No. Well, you got to make him start. You need to make him open doors for you. And she has. She started. And it's. And she tells me, she's, and I'm like, oh, it's so sweet. Like, you guys are talking about it. I'm like, oh, we're fuzzies. <laughs> all right. So um, I, there's something that has come to mind that I'm curious about. So do you feel like... Um, how do I ask this really? It's hard to find women in the fandom, right? Because number one, there's just a lot of gay guys, but do you think it's related to the fact that a lot of guys are intimidated by women and so they choose not to date them? And it, I mean, I, I believe in sexual fluidity, right? So through the years, your preferences might change and shift. Do you think that that, if, if, assuming that's true, that you have gravitated towards guys because women aren't approachable and intimidating, or they're shallow. Oh, oh! hi, Ryan. Shallow. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but, you know what? but you know what? Fans Guys can though. be shallow too. There's not a lot as shallow of... as women, though. Oh. Women play know. games like nobody's business. I can't wait to get the hate mail for you. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> cast up for what it's worth. Dot com. <laughs> well, they they play games and then they they like they, one day they act that they love you and then the next day they don't and then they expect you to roll out of bed and be like, make me breakfast. And it's like, no. <laughs> no, make your own breakfast. You treated me like crap the other day. Why am I going to do that for you? I don't understand why they have to play games. Yeah. If you're going to be in a relationship, if you're going to date someone, throw the games out the door. That's for kid child play. But there's guys out there that play as much of a game as Ooh. girls do. Yeah. I guess, it, I guess it also depends on your experience because, uh, I mean, I'm exclusively guys. I've never dated a, uh, you know, a woman. But, uh, I, I mean, just as many guys will play games and kind of be, I guess, kind of that manipulative, like, they, you know, they want you to, you know, you know, roll out of bed and make breakfast for them, but then they just kind of, like, don't treat you like a, a boyfriend or whatever when you're around them and around other people. So the, I, it, it works both ways, I would say. But I, it's just experience, I guess. So in so in your case, it's not the lack of women in the fandom. It's you, you just preferred guys. Well, at least yeah, for you, Kaj. I, yeah, oh, for yeah. me, I mean, it's just okay. I I have no you know sexual attraction to women or anything like that. And I mean, I, I can get along with women fine, you know. But yeah, it's just never for me. It's just I feel comfortable around men. I don't feel that comfort zone with women. Okay, fair enough. I guess I'm bi, so it's kind of like. I don't know. You're a bicycle. And on that note, it's time for the news. So we're going to do that and we'll be right back. From the FWIW News Desk, this is Tugs bringing you the latest news from around the furry fandom. National News. NPR has posted a 50-minute interview on the subject of the furry fandom. Kiroskuro, Tabby Wolf, Ian, Camo Husky, and Grubbs Grizzly, along with a law-slash-psychiatry lecturer, Dr. Leslie Lothstein, have appeared on a show which you can certainly view online at NPR's website. The show covered the furry fandom at large, and someone with a chip on their shoulder called in to warn of the risks to minors at the conventions, but this was quickly debunked by participants in the panel. For more details, please see NPR's website. Usagi Yojimbo is coming to iOS. 
A game based on the bunny is coming to iOS and will feature the adventures as noted in the comic book. The game is expected to be free or cost $1. The furry artist site Weasel has come online for testing users and backers. It was down on October 12th due to a list of laundry issues, but has since restored service. Invites to the site can be gained by requesting one from a current user, which is then sent to an invitee. Local news. Local newspapers and media outlets have been reporting a recent attack on a female security guard at the local Kennecott copper mine. The attack apparently occurred October 8th at 9.45pm and the security guard was not severely injured. State wildlife officials put the coyote down in an attempt to locate it. The corpse is being examined for rabies at the last reported update. This is not a very common occurrence in local wildlife, the most common occurrence being bats or foxes, and not very often, maybe once every other year. Anime Bonsai is this weekend at the Davis Conference Center. Anime Bonsai is a blending of anime and furry fans which come together for a good time. Officially, the convention is not furry, however, there is a furry presence. Registration online is closed, so you'll have to pay $45 for a full weekend pass at the door. For what it's worth, we'll appear at 9 p.m. Saturday in the craft room at the convention. Show up for prizes. More details will be available later in the show. Local meets. No local meets are currently announced. However, they typically occur on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Upcoming conventions. Oklacon 10, or X, is October 17th through the 22nd at, in Watonga, Oklahoma. The theme is It Came From Planet X, which matches the X for the con's name. Pre-registration is closed. Kyle Gold and Ugly Little Monster are guests of honor. This is an outdoor convention. Fur Fright is October 26th to 28th in Cromwell, Connecticut. Pre-registration is closed for the event, so attendees who aren't registered will have to sign up at the door. The Furry Cruise has been scheduled for December 2nd to the 7th, 2012 on Royal Caribbean's Freedom of the Seas. This is a furry convention on a boat and does share space with regular cruise goers. The cruise will set sail from Port Canaveral in Florida. From the FWIW News Desk, this is Tugs, bringing you the latest news from around the furry fandom. Stay tuned for part two of our interview, the game, and listener mail. This is Rue on Helium, and you're listening to For What It's Worth. <laughs> bacon pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Take some bacon and I'll put it in a pancake. Bacon pancakes, that's what it's gonna make. Bacon pancakes! And that's how we come back from break this time. <laughs> So, we are continuing our interview with Kaj in Space about dating in and out of the fandom. So, we want to talk about the nitty-gritty now. We're going to get deep inside of your wounds and so, share them with the internet. Did you say womb? Sounds dirty. Deep in your womb. So, what we want to know next is most negative dating experiences. Period. Like, your overall period. Your, tell us about your period. Was it in the fandom? Yeah. And wow. what did you hate about it? Wow. The worst dating experience? What is the worst dating experience? It would probably have to be the non-furry that I dated. Okay, tell us about it. Oh, gosh. Relive it. I don't want to relive it. But but our audience wants you to relive it. We want to relate to you. 
All right, so Tell us. you want to know how I found the guy? Yes, give us give us the the short edition. Pounced. Okay. Uh, no, boy ahoy <laughs> on your Android. Boy ahoy. Um, boy ahoy. Boy ahoy. Is it sailors? No. Okay. Was his name Chips? Was his name Chips? Be Chips. Sailors are great. Um, no, I found it. Boy ahoy was an app, and I thought, okay, I'll just try this. Um, dating, and I found a guy, and we started talking, um, and then we ended up talking for about two weeks, and then. Wow. We decided to meet. Did you guys kiss? Get him to the story. <laughs> okay, go. No. Did you sleep within that two-week period? No. <laughs> I, I slept in my bed, but no. <laughs> I did not sleep. Um, uh, we uh, Then we eventually met up at uh, Liberty Park is where we went. And we had coffee, and we walked around for about an hour and talked. And that went really well. Um, and then, of course, in the back of my mind, I had a friend telling me, you need to tell him that you're a furry. It was me. You could no, tell. No, no, it wasn't just you. Oh, okay. It was, it was also Rue. Rue had also told me. <laughs> so for what it's worth, I <laughs> told you to tell him. <laughs> Basically. And I'm like. And we ruined your relationship. And, I, and I'm like, no, I'm not saying anything. And so um, I dated. And we, we, uh, we, you know, chatted for another week. And then we went to dinner um, the following week. And uh then we went to a park, and we had a lot of fun, and then that was about it. And then we just would chat from there on out. But then I was hanging out um, with Tugs, and uh, he had said, have you told him that you're a furry yet? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to tell him. And so eventually I texted him, and I'm like, do you know what a furry is? Just a blunt question, because that's how I do it. And he said, yes. And I'm like, I'm one of those. And he went off on this tangent. Um, and... Uh, you had some pretty angry tweets that night. He basically said that I was an abomination to the world and that I should be ashamed of myself for being a furry. Um, unfortunately, one of his coworkers is also a furry but does those acts that no one likes to talk about, and unfortunately, he got that bad impression. And once you have that impression, it's really hard to knock that. So um, that's, you know, it just kind of went downhill from there, and I tried to, like, you know save the ship a little bit and I was trying to defend myself but it just wasn't working and I just knew right then and there that it wasn't going to work and it was probably the worst night in my entire life I cried and I have never cried for a relationship usually I could just care less and just walk away but this one really like it just left a gaping hole in my heart Michaela is not impressed what 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 <laughs> that, fuck? that guy is a jerk he's a douche <laughs> He was a dick. Well, I mean, like, like, it's just like, you know, everyone's into things, right? And who is this guy to tell you, oh, you're an abomination for being a furry? He has no right. He, I mean, he didn't really get to know me that well enough to even make that judgment call. Exactly. Well, what kind of kinky shit is he into? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying. No, like, sure. say it. He's he's into stuff, so, right? Obviously, he's not a furry. He's, he's not a, going to be listening to He wouldn't tell me what he was into, but he did tell me what he wanted to do do with me at, at something and i won't go into details we do have non-furry listeners yeah so well not him obviously but um yeah that was uh it was horrible and then i went through the five stages of what is it grief is uh yeah it? the kubler ross stages um, of grieving and mm -hmm. eventually i came to the point where i was like you know what i can i'm gonna have the last say in this and i basically told him straight and i'm like you are that bully that bullied you in high or it was elementary school when you were fat you were that horrible person that you never wanted to be and i just went attack after attack after attack and eventually he texts back and he's like i am so sorry and i'm like you better be and i just left it at that have you talked since nope nice <laughs> nice so if anyone out there listening has had this happen 
please write in and share your experience because I think we've all had this happen in one way or another. Definitely. And being demonized for something like that is something that's it's helpful to talk about, you know? I mean, yeah, if, you, if, if you've gotten over it, you've gotten over it, but a lot of people haven't, and they still carry it around. So share, by all means. All right, Conch. I think it's I think it's great that you, you stood up to him, you know, instead of just letting it just roll off your back, just standing up to him and saying, look, you know, I will not stand for you to treat me this way. Um, that just shows the strength in character. It so. took a while. It literally took about a week and a half before I got that strength back because he literally just knocked me off my feet. I was not expecting You were it. a wreck. <laughs> yeah. I was a wreck. Uh, as many of my friends and fans saw, I have never sworn like I did on Twitter. I tweeted, like, I blew up that whole wall. And now on Facebook, too, and people were really concerned. And thankfully to my friends, my furry friends, about eight of them, all of a sudden, messages popped up. They're like, are you doing okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a wreck. So <laughs> it was horrible, but thanks to them, they, they helped me. All right, Kaj, it's your turn. Okay. Um, the I guess the worst experience I had, um, it's not even really my, my recent um, breakup. It's probably one from back when I was in high school, and this was also someone who was outside the fandom. Um, it was a, a guy I'd, I'd met in high school and we'd been dating for, um, just a couple weeks and, uh, was that local here? Uh, well, yeah, it, yeah, it was in, um, holiday. That's so awesome. Like that would never have happened to me in Utah high school, but anyway. Yeah. So, well, what happened is, so we were dating and, and, uh, you know, in high school you get just for being gay. I mean, people don't look at you the same kind of thing. But we kind of kept it low-key, um, but it eventually got to the point that it, it was kind of getting a little more serious, and uh, he decided to, I guess, back out, you know, back out. He didn't, you know, we he didn't want to go out anymore, and I was fine with that, but what happened is rather than just, you know, breaking up and cutting it off is I was kind of exposed to my whole school as being gay, and uh, in the school I went to, um, it was highly religious so the population it wasn't a religious school right it wasn't a religious school but just the the population of that school is just highly religious because of the area it's in and so i had like my car you know spray painted like derogatory terms i have my locker spray painted um but just kind of i guess being the guy that i am like i i kind of hurt just to have like people that i would hang out with like every day just you know to judge me just based on on being gay and uh you know just kind of cast me aside like i was nobody and so that was that was hard but uh i just kind of i guess dealt with it rather than letting it get to me i just kind of said you know this is who i am and uh you know if you don't want to deal with it that's fine so but that's probably the worst experience i've i've really had in dating is just being exposed so they spray painted your car you said yeah did that make that on the news um, actually, no, because... I, no, I, I'm asking because I remember a long time ago, someone had that happen at a local high school. Yeah, there, there was... It happens. It happens to a lot of people. What, yeah. they go and spray paint? Yeah, they, they put fag right across. Yeah, and it, it, um, I mean, some schools it gets more, I guess, publicity, I guess, but just the school I was at and my parents not wanting to make a big deal out of it, I guess. So it never, like, went to the news or anything, so... Oh, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. I'm like sitting here going, Argh! it makes me sad. Well, you know, that's, that's a horrible experience. And, and it's, no one should have to go through something like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's tough. Um, I'm just glad that I guess I, I had kind of the willpower to get through it. And, um, 
and be okay with myself because there's a, I mean, there's a lot of kids that, you know, that'll happen to them in high school. And that's a really hard time when you're just kind of exploring who you are and finding out about your life to, to deal with. So, so what would you give as far as like advice to, um, like if you were to talk to yourself right now, um, back then, what advice would you give yourself? I, I, I mean, that? not to sound like the cliche, but I mean, we all have that, you know, it gets better campaign and it's, I mean, it, it is hard. I mean, all through high school, I had a hard time, but um, just, I mean, going into college and stuff, like, it's a completely different experience. Like, no one's a jerk about it. Like, no one really even cares anymore. Like, you're just kind of part of everyone else. And and so, yeah, I mean, it sucks in high school because it's just, I don't know why it sticks there, and it's probably not going to change for a long time. But, I mean, they're... It, just love love who you are because there's no reason to be ashamed of who you are. You know, I just find that it's interesting that both of you um, have ran into basically your bad experience was bullies um, for both of you. And There's no need for bullies in this world. It's interesting how that's become a really hot topic. Yeah, it actually has. Like, really, though? Like, I mean, even though the show's about dating, it's like, we could totally go off on bullies now, right? So, <laughs> so Tugs, have you been bullied? Um, in school? Okay, so... Do we really want to go into this? Why not? Uh, for a little bit. Okay. Um, I was bullied. Um, I, I hate telling this story because now I feel like I'm telling it. People want me to, I want, like, I want sympathy when I don't. Um, but I remember the first day of school, like, you know, kindergarten? And my mom couldn't take me. She wanted to so bad, but she had something that absolutely could not be missed. So I ended up riding the bus. And, you know, when you're in kindergarten, you get new everything, new shoes, whatever. And it's this new world. Um, and it was late August and it had been raining. And the school I was going to had a, a hill. The school kind of sat at the bottom of this hill. The bus drops you off at the top. Anyway, I got off the bus and was immediately pushed down the hill into a pile of mud and whatnot. And it kind of set this trend for me being a pushover in school, all through school. Um, to the point where, like, I was pulled out of classes, and I was, because I guess I had been expressing suicidal thoughts or something, um, and I ended up having to deal with the psychologist, and we played these weird retarded board games that I would look at now and go, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I really didn't get out of that kind of a mentality, um, because it's just like, you know, if, you, if it was from the get-go, I didn't get out of it until I moved overseas and was in a military school, and then I found friends that I love to death. I mean, I still try and talk to as many as I can, um, but it wasn't like your normal high school. I mean, there I mean, there was the military, right? So it's like, if you're going to be a bully, we're going to kick your ass. Um, and they didn't put up with that. And it was a really great experience at that point. And then I came back and did my senior year here, and I realized just how stupid high school is. Um, and I, there was so much bullying. And at that point, I was able to stand up and go, listen, shut the fuck up and deal with life. You know, you are not the center of the universe. Um, but I needed, I needed friends that loved me. And so I guess if you're, if you see someone getting bullied, you do need to step up and you do need to tell whoever is being an asshole to stop being an asshole. You are doing the right thing. And in the end, you will not be the most popular guy in high school, but that ended on your book day anyway. But that person that you stood up for will remember you forever. And that's my two cents. I, d I just think, you know, if, if you have been, you know, pushed down by, you know, a lot of these bullies, the reason why that they do what they do 
is because they have low self-esteem themselves or they don't they don't love themselves so therefore they see somebody that's happy or see somebody that's you know cheerful and they want to destroy that because they want people to feel as miserable as they do um and they you know it, it just just remember that and not let them get you down not let them affect you and i know that's easier said than done but if you can do that um you know, that will build you character. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Because kids are cruel to each other, right? Like, seriously. Yeah. Like, you think we're mean? No way. I kind of just want to say one thing on that, too, is, uh, like, when I was in high school and stuff, like, just talking to your, like, counselor or, like, the person directly, like, over, like, the students and stuff to help with bullying, they don't always, you know, approach it the right way. So if you're ever having these problems, I mean keep looking for someone that is going to help you. I mean, just because you go, I mean, you know, go to your parents, go, go past the, you know, the counselors if you have to, because there will be people that will help you. So. Sometimes it's, it could be a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Even just a teacher. I mean, just, a, you know, anyone that you feel comfortable with talking about it with, just approach them and, and they'll find a way to help you. So. You know how it seems like every school has kind of like that one teacher that doesn't quite fit in with the rest of the teachers because they're really just laid back and, yeah. you know, like, and everyone goes and hangs out in there for lunch or whatever. That is probably the teacher that if you have no one else and you say, look, I am seriously having a problem, they may be laid back and you may think they don't care, but actually they'll probably get really angry and go kicking some ass. That's actually probably true. So let's bring this back. Let's bring this back to, because we're no longer in high school. But bullying is still there. There's still people that will treat you with disrespect. How should we deal with it nowadays? You know, okay, so being a furry, um, at least for me, there's a very strong sexual component about it, and I identify a great deal through that component, right? And I just don't want to talk to my parents about that because I, they, I know they love me, and I know they want to help. I just don't feel like they get the whole me if that makes sense you guys follow me they only get half of you right they only get the part that they raised you right and with. so i honestly i'm just picky about who i become really really close with and i go to them for like everything yeah i guess i, I guess that's actually uh i'm kind of lucky there is my mom she kind of knows everything about furry and it does not bother her one bit so I could go to her for anything, and, and I guess I just kind of lucked out there. Because, yeah, some parents, I guess, you don't really want to like go into details about everything sometimes. So, Space? Well, I mean... <laughs> He's just like ellipsis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that such pleasure to go to my family about this at all. They're uh, extremely Mormon, and, uh, you know, with uh, parents being divorced, the mom is extremely protective, so unfortunately I do have to sneak around. But who would you say would be your father figure or be somebody that you could go to to get advice or it would have to be probably my best friend that i've met the first time i got into the fan and that'd be midnight mountain wolf would be my uh, fatherly influence um i don't know what it is but ever since i've met him he just seems to be this guy that i want to look up to see i would have to say that mystic his wife is like my Almost like my furry mother type thing. I, I love talking to her. She always calms me down. She just always knows what to say. To So, I don't know. Anyways, just, just know that even if you're not in... If you're not in a... Sh there are people out there that can help you. There are people that do love you and do care about you. And on that note, bringing it back to topic. Okay. Um, those are probably the same people that you can go to when you do have the breakup. Everyone breaks up. It's life, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, would you go to those same people? 
I, oh, yeah. I would, yes. Yeah. I <laughs> So when I broke up with James, here's a funny story. When I broke up with James, um, my parents, I had come out to them, and I was like, James and I are dating. And they immediately banned him from coming over and blah, blah, blah. And they loved having him over. And I'm like, really? You people suck. Um, and... I called my mom and I'm sobbing and I'm, you know, I'm hurting, right? And I scream at her, are you happy now? <laughs> and it was not a nice thing to do. I'm not proud of myself for that. Um, don't do that. Go to the people that, that you know love you and just cry at them instead. Don't don't take it out on the wrong people. Yeah. Because all it does is just create more trauma and makes matters worse for you. In fact, I think if I'm right, I think the first person I did actually go to was Kaj. Is it Kaj or Kaj? Kaj. Kaj. That's right. I went to this guy and I don't even know how to say his name. <laughs> I went to this one guy. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> was on the corner. Some advice. I was crying and I'm like, who can I talk to that's going to be able to relate on this topic? Because I don't know anyone else of my friends who have had this experience. And I light bulb and I'm like, I need to vent on someone. I need to vent now. And I, he happened to be online. I just went at it. Because both of you have, I mean, like, what's your experience? Because our, our audience doesn't know. So um, your relationship um, that you were with for how many years? Uh, f- five and a half. Five and a half. He was not a furry. Yeah, he was not a furry. So, so that's kind of why you went to him is because. Exactly. I could relate a little bit. So what was kind of your guys' conversation? Um, you guys remember? I don't recall very much. I, I remember kind of just saying that the guy was a tool. And then I, I said, you know, why? Like, why, why doesn't, I, I fact, it was the first question I asked, why doesn't it work? Why can't it work? And I didn't understand it. And it's a question I always ask myself in general, like, why doesn't it work? Um, and he kind of took a second to respond, and then he responded, and we just started talking for a little bit. Yeah. And then, yeah. I mean, it was just, you know, because, I mean, when, right when you break up, I mean, it, it, uh, every, a lot of people anyways will just, it's all back on you, like, oh, what did I do wrong? Or, and, uh, you know, space was kind of that way. Um, so, you know, it's, and a lot of people have to understand it's not, it's not just you. I mean, there's usually, I mean, there's usually things both ways that can cause a breakup, but. Um, it's basic math. There are two people in a relationship, yeah. right? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah, but when you pull it all back on you, it, it's definitely hard to deal with. So, Well, now that I feel all gloomy, let's talk about your <laughs> best dating experiences. Now, you are both single at the moment, but did you, do you have, um, in your case, kind of like a person that stands out to you, and in your case, space, like a boyfriend, or not a boyfriend, but a, one date that you just adored in space, you can go first. Um, actually, yes. I, uh, I finally got to get to a goal where I actually made out with a girl. I think that's every guy's dream at the, when they're kids, unless you have no. identified yourself as as <laughs> wait, gay. Wait, 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 wait. Did, what, what nationality was she? She was. Was she local? Yeah, she was local. Also, oh, she wasn't like Latin or anything. No. What does oh, that no, have to do with anything? Because if you would have kissed her and made out with her, and it was like the big thing, she would have gone go. <laughs> Oh what is wrong with you? <laughs> I like soccer. <laughs> but it was one of those nights. It was one of those uh, booty call nights. Um, and button with sexy music. We were watching my favorite movie, which was Sabrina, which is the remake with Harrison Ford and someone else. I don't remember her name. Um, and uh, we were we were watching it, and then we were starting to cut a little bit. And the next thing I know, we had locked lips. And it was awesome. I'm like, oh my gosh, I finally made out with a girl, especially the one that I was super attracted to, and it just worked out. And then, and then the next day, I'm like, you know what? I don't really feel anything from it. I, I wasn't excited anymore, and I think it was 
that right there that kind of made me realize that maybe women aren't really exciting to me. But it was it was the, like the highlight of my moment though. I'll tell you that I got so excited. I jittery. I texted everyone I knew. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are three contacts in my phone that will always know. Um, like if I ever get drunk or if I ever do it, they'll be the first ones to know. And so I told I totally texted them first. That so same question. Same question to me. Um, oh, that's a tough one. Um, I would say the best experience was um, one of the, uh, the first real guy I dated in in the fandom um I dated and he was local um and uh I I I do quite enjoy kind of like all the cliche stuff and uh it was one day I was uh coming home from work and my uh car had uh broken down and so I I didn't know who to call because and I so I, I called him and I was like you know can you come pick me up and stuff so he he drove down picked me up and it was it was snowing it was like kind of a blizzard kind of thing going on and so you know there was like zero visibility and I didn't really want to drive and it was just uh he eventually wound up I was in a, a park downtown I forget which park it was but uh I was just sitting on a bench and he came up behind me and you know with his coat I didn't I didn't even have like a jacket and I'm just like sitting in the snow because my work's all locked up and I wanted to go sit under a tree to try and get out of the snow I guess and uh so he came up behind me and I, I didn't even know because I couldn't really see and um, he just took his jacket, um, you know, put it around me and just kind of held me there for a sec and I don't know, it was just kind of one of those like romantic moments that I was just like, it made me like so happy at that time and and then we kind of just, you know, he, he took me home and everything and but it was just, that was probably one of the best experiences I had just dating someone. I'd have to say that it would have to be when somebody bought me flowers and um, Little had them delivered at my work. And at that time, the work didn't know at all that I was um, I see that I was um, gay. And that's kind of how I figured it out because somebody sent me sent me flowers and they're like who is this from and why is a guy getting flowers and stuff like that so (laughs) i know i know but um but then i went home and i brought the flowers i don't know i i brought the flowers and i also brought uh, a note and just expressing my love for this individual and just for both of us to just be there in tears because of how much that we appreciated each other that was a very romantic experience. How long did the flowers last? We kept them for as long as we possibly could. Did you hang them up upside so, down? So a couple days. <laughs> did you use an aspirin? <laughs> they actually lasted fairly long because they were in this like planter type thing. Oh. So it lasted about a month actually. Oh, okay. So aspirin? Cool. Aspirin. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, you know, to make them last longer, you're supposed to hang them upside what, down. What, it keeps them from hurting and dying? <laughs> yes. Yes, it does, actually. Yes. Plants don't feel pain. Okay, it actually acts... Aspirin is basically a blood thinner, and it actually acts as also a vasodilator inside of plants. So you put an aspirin into plant water, and the plants will actually live like a week longer. English, please. Yeah, please explain a vasodilator to the audience. Uh, veins opening. Now you know. Hmm. The oh, audience damn, is I don't have the sound smarter. effect ready for that one. Hold on, here Where, we go. Where's the fail? Now we've learned something. <laughs> what does that say on there? It doesn't matter what it says. 
<laughs> Back to the show. <laughs> he closes it. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, did any of these experiences? Does any of these experiences shape your preference for dating within the fandom or without the fandom? Without yeah, well, whatever. You got you got the question. Go we ahead. have the edit button. Don't worry. Um. Yeah. I guess. Uh. Well. The the experience I kind of showed you that was within the fan or told you, uh, was within the fandom. So that kind of pushed my preference more that way. I guess. I guess it's just kind of experiences on both sides that just kind of shaped it. But. Yeah. So <laughs> would you say that you exclusively will just date within the fandom from now on? Uh, I I wouldn't say exclusive just because I'm I'm not that kind of person that would just go completely exclusive except for guys. So well, <laughs> well, would you say though that you you would prefer and yes. tend to look in the fandom? And if something was to come along outside of the fandom, you're not opposed to it. Yeah, but, yeah, okay. I'd say it like that. Yeah. Well, the thing is though is when you when you, if you exclude yourself just to the fandom, you're pretty much putting yourself in a very 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 narrow margin of dating. There's not very much there. You're either dating local or you're dating long distance. We Long distance, as far as I know, it doesn't really work out that often. It's a very rare case where it no. does. Um, <laughs> I, I tried it. I've actually tried long distance dating with a furry. didn't work. It lasted about two months, and then we, we just ended it. Um, so, but, so that way, if I keep up both the outside the dating of the fandom and then inside, I have a much wider margin to date, and that gives me a better chance than just dating specifically within the fandom. And that's how I look at it. So it seems like through our conversation on, on this episode then that it really isn't that different dating in or out of the fandom. It just is like everything else that we've seen to keep learning yeah. on the show. <laughs> it's really, it's all very personal. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no golden rule. There's no difference really. I mean, what? There's just an interest that you're interested. It's like dating. Let's, let's say you're into like Star Trek and you're dating someone within the Star Trek. Well, you're dating a person. It doesn't really matter whether you're inside that or outside that. It's the same thing. We're Klingon. <laughs> that would be interesting. Anyway. You know, there there is some people that I know that have had some pretty successful relationships, and one of them's furry, and one of them's not. And one of them is actually a really, you know, he's a fursuiter and stuff like that. And you know, I'm talking about Grizz. Uh, yeah, Grubs. He is. Um, I think he's engaged or he's married to um, his mate, and but his mate isn't a furry though. And so that's just one of the cases that actually has worked, but. That doesn't mean you know it, it won't work for other people like me. I still have that chance where I can still meet someone who would accept me for being free. It just happened to be that one. I want to say it's a rotten tomato. That one rotten tomato that I happened to go out Bad with. apple. So, Bad apple. So I kind of have a, an interesting story. I don't know if you want me to share yeah, it. Go ahead. Um, so um, I, you know, there's me and then three other people that live in my house. Um, so one of my roommates, none, none of my, none of the people that live with me are furry, um, but over this last weekend, uh, one of my roommates started dating someone, and that someone actually happened to be a furry. And so it was kind of this awkward, like, we all know each other. This is very weird. So it just, um, but they, they actually seemed to be hitting it off pretty well. And he actually told about the thing um, kind of immediately, which I guess is kind of helpful if you are dating outside the fandom. Mm -hmm. So... That actually, that actually lets us hand off to our second last question, which is, what advice do you give to people who are looking to date and happen to be furry? Your top two pieces of to advice. To date outside? Well, what, what, if they're dating. If they're a furry and they're dating, what are you your top to two pieces? let them know who you are. Off the bat. Tell them um, right away. 
Well, not like not. Don't tell everyone everything. It's not like you spell your secrets. Well, no, no, but okay. For instance, I didn't. I mean, I have now learned my lesson. If I'm going to be dating outside the fandom, I'm I'm going to be telling them that I'm a furry. Um, I need to make sure that they're okay with that. If they're not, that gives me the okay to move on and go on to the next person. Um, I didn't realize that. I mean, being the fandom, it's such a big interest that it's it's got its pluses and its minuses, and I need to make sure that they both check out. Do you have a second piece? What? A second piece of advice. Um, a second piece of advice. Don't be shallow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm one to speak. Open doors um, for people. Uh, be, be just be a gentleman or be a lady. You know, depending on you know what your preference is. Just do the do the old things. Like for instance, when I'm on a date, I walk on the outside of the person so if uh, we were to walk by a puddle and a car were to drive by I take the full blunt impact not the person next to me that's that's I do the old traditions that's just the kind of style that I really like <laughs> there's so much like everyone's like mm, right now <laughs> so you know be be you know take traditional um, I don't know just be a look gentleman be a things. lady yeah look at the little things the little things I, th- I think that those matters. old things like even though that they're old but I really think that they work, and I think people like, for instance, you know, him giving your his coat to you, it meant so much to you, and so I think that sometimes within the furry fandom, we just kind of, I don't know how we're furries. Oh, I'm a fox. You're a husky, or whatever. And it's let's like, do it. They will do whatever. Oh. And but the thing is, is like I think that if we bring it back and just take a step back and treat some people with a little bit of love and respect and respect, then I think that you'll gain a little bit more of a relationship with an individual. All right. God, your advice. Um, I don't know much what else to add. I mean, like we already touched on just, you know, being upfront with kind of some of the big parts that you are like, you know, if you date outside the fandom, you know, they need to know you're a furry, not just like surprise, like, you know, halfway down because then if they gotcha. don't like it, yeah. Gotcha. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, you don't obviously have to divulge everything all at once. Um, but on, I mean, on the traditional thing, I mean, um, doing that, I, I mean, there's so many relationships I see, I mean, inside the fandom and outside the fandom nowadays that it's just kind of like, yo, what's up? And that's like the relationship, like you're just, you're friends and you're just hanging out, but like, it doesn't really seem like a relationship sometimes when I, when I watch, uh, you know, see some people at you know movies or wherever and just kind of like and and a lot of those don't last and so if um you know having those traditional things that you know just show respect for another person you guys go on a date every single week we go on two dates two dates every single week how do you feel that that's brought strength to your relationship um it's it's really just a way for us to guarantee time together because we both are very busy and we're both actually very independent. We don't spend a lot of time together when we're not on date night, but that's okay because we know that for two evenings a week, we will be spending time together and we will talk to each other and do all the maintenance and TLC and everything that a relationship needs. Hmm? Maintenance? A relationship needs maintenance. There's no joke. <laughs> it is a lot of work. So. It, I mean, honestly, we've been doing date night for years now, but it is a lot of work to constantly come up with new dates, but it's a challenge <laughs> I enjoy. You know, and we do occasionally repeat stuff, but we do try and, and keep it fresh, you know. Yeah, even if you are in a relationship, I, I feel like doing exactly what, what you've been doing with James, 
um, is very something very important. You need to go on a date with him at least once a week. It's absolutely like it is the it is the secret of our success to a, a very large extent. And you know where you got that from is one of those one of those anti-gay marriage things where it's like hold hands all the time. I'm like, I'm going to hold hands with my guy. <laughs> That's where date night comes from. That's strengthening marriage. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. All right, so, so, I, hmm? I just want to add real quick on the date thing, though. When you guys go on dates, they don't have to be elaborate, expensive dates. Even the most simple ones, like a picnic at a park, is probably the most memorable ones that you're going to experience. You don't have to go out and spend like 100 bucks. They're just distractions. Yeah, well, and it's just it's usually those sol- the, the simple things that are the best dates ever anyway we are almost running out of time for this segment so do you have any last words on the subject of dating nothing i can think of just be yourself that is like everyone's last word be yourself <laughs> embrace yourself embrace yourself embrace yourself that is that's my key phrase i use that at fried home embrace yourself <laughs> <laughs> okay well it's almost time for torture so we're gonna take our super quick break and with some special music someone sent in and we'll be right back hey everyone it's me space dog and Midnight Mountain Wolf here, and we're the hosts of Fur Media, a live interactive show dedicated to the fandom that airs every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We feature artists of all trades at no cost to you, and we talk about fun, serious, and controversial topics. So if you're an artist and want to be featured, hit us up on FB at facebook.com forward slash media. And join us live every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. on livestream.com forward slash media. And as always, stay furry, my friend. And Simba's magic pennies.
time for everyone's favorite part of the game, or at least our part of the show, and it is the game. The game! <laughs> so, today's game is called Guess the Celebrity Furry Couple, and because we have none, we decided that we were just going to make them up. Here are the written... Ooh, ooh, ooh. You guys get prizes if you win. What do they get? Fox dollars! <laughs> Fox dollars. All right, so here are, here are the written directions by Koru. What? Read the directions. Wow, that was like sprung on me at the last second. You just got voluntold. In the celebrity world, co- couples often always have names. Like often always have names. Often, what? Okay. What is this name? Bring Brangelina. Okay, so Bring, in the celebrity what? world, couples often have names like Brangelina. Oh in the furry world, we could have some one day. So, guess which two people make up these couples? There are ten points possible per person. Uh, well, we did try and pick famous furries for this. Um, there's an A and a B track. So, um, which what's your shoe size, Kudge? 12 and a half. Space? 11.5. Okay, you get to choose, Kudge. Do you want to be the A track or the B track? Uh, B. B. Okay, so A. 1A. Koru. Or not Koru. You just tried to read. Someone go with 1A. 1A. <laughs> Nosh. Oh, crap. Um, so basically, it's two people yeah, I know, that have their names combined. I don't know any famous furries. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you go on for affinity. You know these people. Uh, um, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a long episode of buzzing. <laughs> Dark Natasha and Blotch. I, I would never guess. I had one of those. Can I get half nice. a point for some of these? <laughs> There's imaginary no. points, but they don't count for anything. Okay, Corey, 1B. <laughs> Why do you give me these weird names? Nupco. Numpco. Numpco. Numpco? Numpco. Not Namco, Numpco. Numpco. <laughs> this is way, this is way too hard. Um, Numpco. Did you give up? Anyone yeah, PK? there's no... I, no. <laughs> Trump and Neko. Right. Which Neko? There's like several different Nekos. There is the Neko. Oh. Okay, so I'm doing all the A-tracks? No, I'm going to read now. Oh, okay. Okay, Space. It's Toha. Gosh <laughs> dang. <laughs> what? We're going to have like a score of a negative three cookies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it again? It's Toha. This sounds Russian mixed with Indian. I don't know. Uh, Ishtoha? Yeah. Ishtoha. Fail. <laughs> Istanbul and Aloha Wolf. You made what? this really hard. Wow, this, is... this is what you get when you write the Ishtoha. game the day before the show. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, and to our listeners, keep in mind that these are not actual couples. We just combine names at random. Yes. Istanbul is a real furry name. Yeah, he wrote us. He runs Fuzzy Logic. Oh. Who is a great, uh, he's a great podcaster. Anyway. Okay, well, we have for B2. 2B. I mean, 2B. 2B. Or not 2B. Or not 2B. <laughs> that is the question. There you go. Answer it. 2B. That's not the name. <laughs> That's Hamlet. So it's Mon. moving on. Mon. Mon. Mon is the name. <laughs> Space is just freaking out. I am, um, Mon. I... Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Marcy and Adam Wan. What? 
I like how it's like it's like one letter and then like two letters of the other one and then they're like fifteen letter names. <laughs> you probably can make See, a musical. I think like Addisy would have been better for that one. All right, so you're up. Oh, Swoat. <laughs> wait, wait, Swoat. Swoat. Um, Swoat. Is the last one Stoat? Nope. Oh no. Fail. Uh, Alright, should we make like each of these points like if they get one right they get ten points? We're not changing it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> oh, so Swoat is Swift Fox and Jim Groat. What? <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is, way, way to make this quiz this extremely is, easy this for us. This is a bit of an in-joke because Jim Grote is notorious for disliking baby furs and Swift Fox is a very prominent <laughs> yeah. baby fur. See, that's what I first thought when I was reading this. I thought they were actual couples and I'm like, how the hell is this worth <laughs> Okay. Good luck. What, yeah. what are you on here? For? A. So who will be back on space? All right. No, no, no. You're on CAD. Oh, I didn't put a 3D Todd. in. You get a free point. What? I got a point? I didn't do anything. <laughs> what? what How did he get a point? Because there's Whoa. no 3B. Yay. <laughs> oh. I picked correctly. <laughs> That's okay. You both you had a fair chance at picking A or B. You have chosen wisely. <laughs> so let's go back to A. <laughs> this is so unfair. <laughs> okay. Lixen. <laughs> you guys one of the reindeer. Okay. Um... <laughs> Do we have to know the whole thing? Or can we say like part of the name? Take a guess, and I'll tell you if you win. Um, I want to say, oh, I want to say one of them's it, Vixen, but I want to say something from like Lapox official, Lapox official, because I know that one of his names is <laughs> starts with a V. I don't know. I'm sorry. Latin Vixen and Lacey. Oh, I knew that one. I knew <laughs> it. Damn it. Well, you know what? You're going to love this next one because I think this one's pretty easy. You ready for this? I'm just so tame. K-Town. <gasps> Why can't I have this one? <laughs> because you chose the A-Track, which has more questions than you the A-Track. You chose poorly. No. I don't know. Is it Kazool Fox? And some, I don't know. Kazool Fox. Uh, yeah, Isn't that Tiger from like Twitter? Or he has like the headphones on his Twitter. Alright, I want to see this one. Let's see this one. Oh, no, no, no. You got to give the answer. Oh, well, it's Bucktown and Kage. 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 K-Town. I don't know. I, I, see, I can't think about like, I'm trying to think of like every name and I'm just like. <laughs> Did you want to do the next one as well? Wait, what? It's um, my turn. Okay. Go it's, ahead. Are you ready? I'm never ready. Funk. 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 Can you spell it for said, me? Said like F O N K. Can you use it in a sentence? Funk is Go a funk couple yourself. in the furry fandom. <laughs> in pretend world. Go funk yourself. Is it Monkey? Is one of them? No, no. I can't. Uh, oh. It's Fell and Honk. Uh, who are those Bonk. people? It's supposed to be Bonk. <laughs> who are those people? Okay. Are these people even real? Okay. Yes, they're artists. Yes, I, I don't know Honk, but I have... Bonk! He's gonna kill me! Bonk? <laughs> you, you said a Honk. Because I put Honk on the line above. <laughs> Fell and Honk. <clears throat> I'm getting more joy out of these names. Okay, here's the B track. Astroglide. 
<laughs> no. Asto Astalgold. I'm close. Astalgold. Astolfo and Kyle Gold. Is that how he says his name? Kyle. Yeah, that was Keel. All right, so we no, have. A music artist. You have six A. You ready for this? Good luck. Yeah, I'm gonna need it. Bowsnir. 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 What? Bowsnir. Sounds like a Mario character. Bowsnir. <laughs> Bowsnir. Yep. <laughs> Today on For What Is Worth News, Bowsnir gets married. <laughs> Bowsnir. Bowsnir has had children. I don't know. I don't know any of these people. I think I know one of them. Uh, what, do you get? what would you guess? Dragonir. Ooh. Ooh. You got half of it. Yep. I don't know what the B would be. I want to know. Boson. Boson. Oh, I know that person. He is traditionally the party maven or con chair of NFC, but I think he's done. All right, who's reading next? I guess it's my turn. Here you go. Bushy Fox. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it's (laughs) our person. I don't know. I'm just going to say I don't know. Are you going to read the answer? Oh, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is Bushy Cat and Scribble Fox. It's like, well, it's really different when you said that name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, that's okay. There's so many people with Fox in their name. I'm just like. I know. What Fox? <laughs> what the Fox are you looking for? Okay, you, you ready, Kodge? That's. I just went, so. All right. What the you hell? You got a point? <laughs> There's no 6B. <laughs> <laughs> what? I want a damn point. <laughs> Are you serious? Do I have to bribe someone to get a point here? I get excellent massages. Who is responsible for doing these questions? You. What? No! Tugs? I'm just glad I I'll picked give, the I'll bake you three cookies if you give me a point. Decide to fill out. You we might point. have to give you a constellation prize at this point. I want a constellation point. Constellation prize! <laughs> Welcome to For What Is Worth. Okay, well, I'm reading the, the next one. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to read... Oh, wait, hold on. There's a 7B. There's just no 6B. So, 7B, here we go. Yeah, Unplanetary Kiff. <laughs> <laughs> Unplanetary Kiff. <laughs> Unplanetary Kiff. I feel like I should know this one, but I <laughs> I, just, I just looked at the answer. Sorry. You can get uh. this one. No, you can't. I, yeah. I I can't when I'm like try to th- overthink it. Um, I don't know. On planetary kiss. <laughs> it's you two. <laughs> it's us. Yes. Yeah. How wait, how'd you get that? Well, I didn't want to use space. That would have been way too obvious. So it was unplanetary. What's a kiss? <laughs> so the K is you, and if is space. So I'm the K. That's all I am. Space is like half the name. Well, he needs some because he's gotten robbed of all his points. Do you know how big space is? It's huge. (laughs) I'm just a little speck inside of space. This is the worst written game ever. (laughs) Okay, so we have Fuzzy Foxtrot. Fuzzy Foxtrot? Yep. Sounds like a code name. Fuzzy Fox Truck. <laughs> Fuzzy Fox Truck 2, Bear 2. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm. 
No. <laughs> that would be Fuzzwolf and Keo. Keo. Hi, Keo. I hate this game. <laughs> I love this game. This is why it's torture. Hard game. Oh my gosh! I, I love that I got I'm this question. I'm just glad I got the side. <laughs> like, I got the points. Or something. Even okay. though I would have gotten a couple on spaces. I love that I got you this question. You make the B track a lot easier. It's hard to write these questions. <laughs> Clearly. I like okay. hard questions. Ready? Next? <laughs> yes. All right. 8B. Vinyl Dash. Space <laughs> is all vibrating <laughs> over there. Space knows this one. Um, you should be ashamed of yourself if you do not know the name. <laughs> it's, well, you didn't know Latin Vixen and Lacey. So I'm gonna like, pass it off to space because I don't. You can't know. pass it off. Wait, yeah. it's but that's that's like my point right there. I could steal. Yeah, I could steal a point. I'm sorry, but all decisions are final. You cannot pass questions. No refunds. Why didn't we get to see the rules? <laughs> Can I say what it is? Yes. Is it vinyl scratch and rainbow dash? Yes, it is. Woo! I know my MLP. Okay, hold on. We're having we're having a caucus because there are an uneven number of questions in this. Wow. We want to give space that point as an honorary point. Sure. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Space has a point. I finally got a point. High fives. Okay. Nine A space. Here we go. K two. That that that's a mountain. <laughs> in addition to being a mountain, it is an f- imaginary furry couple. Which one? Kilimanjaro. Oh. No, I don't know. Who comes up with these names? Tugs, obviously. Cuddle Pup and Two the Ranting Griffin. What? Because <laughs> Cuddle Pup goes by KP, and Two is Two, oh, but it's impossible. <laughs> Moving on. So we have what for your question? Flu J. Flu J. Dead silence. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I think that we should switch the two. Um, oh, never mind. It's it's Fluke and Semj. Sorry. Oh, I should have known Fluke. But I think that we should switch these last questions. No way. I like a challenge. Like I said before in the episode. Okay. You get to oh, read the right. last question, Rue. Don't worry. All I right. Think, but I think the last one should go to space. 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 Yes. Black guy. Not black guy. Black oh, Kai. Black Kai. B l a k a i. Black Kai. Let's. I'm gonna just say Black Wolf Kai. Something. He's <laughs> a set of name. Big Blue Fox and Stan Saki. Where did Black come from? Sakai. Blah and Sakai, aka. Okay, Blah. Okay, that's that's Black Kai. <laughs> Okay, if Black you do not guy. get this, game is rigged. Then space gets a chance to answer this one for an honorary point. Oh wait, 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 hold on. What are the scores? One to two. Who's one? Space. I am. Okay, just making sure. One two. Just wanted to be reminded. So, this will be two points. No, it's not. What? Shut up. Just kidding. Okay, it is Reber. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 I, I have no idea, so I guess space is gonna have to try and do it. It's Rebecca Black and Justin Bieber. Oh, 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 so close! What? No. Nope. 
I'm a believer. Do you guy. want it? Do you want to give it another guess? You like Justin Bieber? Who doesn't? Mute him oh, immediately. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's been muted for the rest of the show. The I real answer this was, a was furry couples. Rue and Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, he's paid his penance. Alright. That is the worst combination ever. A uh, what? No, dude, whatever. They're both like 12-year-olds. What are you talking about? Still muted. There we go. Hi. <laughs> Alright, who's who's the second place then? Second place is... Space? It's okay. Slow and easy wins the race. And first place? With two free points. Is Kaj. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> well, wait. Is, it, is the Space the only one that got really a real point? I, I got one on spaces. Here, here's the truth about it. So all our audience is listening to this, going, "What the hell? What kind of crappy ass game did Doug's make?" <laughs> Here, here's the honest truth. Yes, it is a crappy game because I spent far more time on the show notes and trying to make sure the stuff we really talked about was worthwhile, and the game was kind of forgotten until about half hour before we started recording. That is why it is crap. I'm sorry. I will make sure the game next time is much better. You have my apologies, audience. Please send hate mail. <laughs> he actually really likes hate mail. It's, it's hilarious because people sit there and they go like, you guys are awful and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, really? Do you know how silly you sound? It's just well, fun. We really don't really get... <laughs> what is, what? Stop What's happened to my voice? Board? Okay. I didn't we... mean to do that, actually. <laughs> wait, 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 maybe you good. aren't a furry. Maybe you're an alien. All right. So we have just a little bit of time left. So let's move right into listener mail, starting with Koru. You got a, your very first personal mail. Aww. It's my only one, still. Thank you. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yes, you won. <laughs> Alright, this is from Retro. I love that Retro still listens to us. We didn't scare him away. Yes, thank you. And he's he's our he's our first non-furry listener to write in. Alright, so let's see here. I'm not good with reading, so bear with me. Greeting Koru and his furry slaves. I love you. <laughs> First, I'd like to say that I enjoyed listening to your last episode. I enjoyed it so much that I thought Rue had never left at all. And that was the episode where I filled in via sound bites. Anyway, I am looking forward to the future episode in which you guys make it sound as if Tugs didn't leave the studio. Or if Tugs... Oh, okay, yeah. didn't Make it sound as if Tugs didn't leave the studio. So one of these days, Tugs is going to have to leave, and I guess I'll do it on a deeper voice. Second, I would like to point out that the random tweet about the Canadian listeners and find it surprising that most of them came from Manitoba. I'm from there, and I don't think there would be many listening from there. Oh, I thought he was pissed. I'm like, I was surprised. (laughs) If they're listening right now, I'd like to say to them, what's up, yo? All right, and then he says, apart from that, I have no stories or questions about dating in the fandom. More like I have suggestions about the Halloween episode. Uh, that's to be announced. Is there? Does he have suggestions for that? He does have some suggestions for that. Okay, well, we're going to do a Halloween episode. More details to come, but here's what he suggests. I see. Well, they're probably terrible suggestions, uh, since they're not fur-related, but whatever. Seriously? Okay, what are you going to say to that? Sorry, we're like reacting like terrible. We want, we want to hear your opinions. Yeah. I'm sure you guys have heard of the free PC game Slender. 
I propose that you guys go record yourselves playing it. <laughs> we were talking about that right before the show. Let's see, just hearing the terrifying game music and scared whimpering sounds are enough, right? <laughs> and since Ruin Tug says that they don't like horror games in the video game episode... Oh god, he listened to it. <laughs> even though it'd be more fun if they played it, you should make Karu do it, unless he has already played it, which I have. I've actually seen other people do it, and quite honestly to me it's not that scary because it's just a game. Um, let's see, or doesn't find it scary, then just scrap the idea, so, sorry. Uh, let's see, which brings me to my next one. Halloween shouldn't just be about scares. How about a segment on candy? Mmm. Come on, Maybe furries like candy too, like right? Actually, pixie sticks are like crack at cons. Oh, there you go. This is true. Especially for a certain dragon I know. <laughs> Hi, DG. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, let me see. Furries love candies too, right? So what's your favorite candy and chocolate? What's your least favorite? Did you guys get anything weird while trick-or-treating when you were little? I got a Santa, Santa Claus chocolate candy one time. What is that? Happy Halloween! <laughs> it's either really old or really, really early. So yeah. gross. I'm hoping it's more on the early side. That's awesome. He said, I guess that person was trying to make a joke uh, to the movie The Nightmare Before Christmas, question mark. Anyways, I hope you guys have a fun Halloween. I think Rue should dress up like a cookie and nom himself. <laughs> P.S. Sorry if the email is long again. Nope, that was not too long. No, it was great. All right, Corey, your reaction since he sent it to you. You get to go first. Well, thank you for sending me the email. And I really don't know what to say because I've never received any email while being a part of an episode or a podcast um i think it's a really good idea i i mean as far as the say thanks i did say thank you okay he did say I thank just you said, that was the first thing i said i'll do it to myself <laughs> i like the candy idea i think i can i can think of a lot of things that do with candy and chocolate because i like making candies and chocolates which nobody here has yet to experience, but I do make awesome candy. We are all fat. We cannot eat candy, but we should talk about it. Actually, I've lost 35 pounds, okay. so I can eat a little candy. Rue and I are both fat. <laughs> He's patting his stomach. You're fluffy. All right. Any fluffy. Other, any other reactions, good sir? Um, uh, let me see. Yeah, I can definitely uh, share weird things that I've gotten while trick-or-treating. So Top three. No, that'll be in the Halloween episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're having a Halloween episode. Just remove all the content we, early. Yes, we, we will talk about it then. And anyway, um, <laughs> and Aliens and Predator, and I watched all those when I was like five, so movies don't really scare me or games don't scare me. Um, yeah, so that's about it. Well, I'm sure we'll find somebody to play Slender. So, aside from Koru's email, I also got a personal email. Once again, from Yin. I really want to call him Bubble Whip. Anyway, um, so he says, it's Yen from Calgary. Thanks so much for getting back to me and reading my email on the air on the last podcast. Uh, it tickled my heart, and I hope Rain First was a great time. Um, he says that he has started to go to local fur meets, and he can't seem to find any other baby furs because he's a baby fur. Um, and he says it's funny because he lives in the same city as Marcy, who's known for drawing that kind of art. Um, I'm a bit hesitant to go to local meets because I'm not sure how to present myself when I'm a baby fur. I realize that not all furs respect the subculture, but I don't think it's exactly proper to ask, are you okay with the fact that I'm a baby fur? Because I, I go before I go either because of perceptions that I'm just asking permission to act uh, differently than everyone else. 
I'm not sure how to deal with this really, and your experience in local meets might be helpful in um, suggesting how I should go. Um, he has several questions, so I'm going to answer these one at a time. Um, because we have a wide audience, I'm actually going to answer it through the lens of I'm into anything because they're referring to a wide variety of things. Um, and it's what I, I actually replied to him already, but what I told him was, is you don't have to bring it up right away. You, you ha Your first impression is the impression and the lens that they're going to look at you through. So just be yourself. You're not just this thing or that thing. Um, you are an entire picture. So just be all of you. And, you know, use a little dash of common sense and you should be getting along fine. Any other, any other thoughts, guys? You know, I, I think that it's definitely good to just be yourself you know if you need to if you need to address it then address it but um there's ways to go about addressing it um sometimes i mean sometimes people just say it point blank sometimes you have to use a little bit of yeah yeah my strategy is just you have I'm the back me. door a little yeah. bit sometimes i just go i'm me and if they ask they ask if they don't they don't whatever you know it's we all wear badges our meets most of the time and yeah of and, course. and I, I like to think people are okay asking me questions so if they ask whatever otherwise i am more than just a baby fur or whatever you know it's i'm me and you get all of it and our guests are staring at us with blank faces oh are we supposed to talk about it you do you have comments do you want to interject the I guess the only thing is kind of like earlier. I mean, it's uh, definitely kind of hard to just present it all at first, um, but just people getting to know you. And then like Tug said, if it, if it comes up, it comes up. And then, I mean, just, you know, there's no reason to hide it, especially in the fandom. Like no one, I don't really feel that at least a, a large amount of furries are just going to be like, oh, I better stay away from him because he's a baby fur. But those people probably weren't going to be your friend anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so Sad. Definitely. We would go back on what I just said. I just want, you know, be open about it. You know, be proud of who you are and step out into the, you know, just step out and just tell people. Um, I think that if people aren't going to accept you, like, just like what you guys are saying, you know, they weren't going to be your friends anyway. So. so you're saying embrace yourself? Exactly. Embrace, embrace yourself. This is working out well. Um, he has other questions, but it basically has to do with how do I introduce myself? Um, do I mention it at all? Blah, blah, blah. We've kind of covered that. <clears throat> um, he did say he does make a point of acting normal, but he was just curious. Um, and so he wanted to uh, toss that our way. Um, he has a PS. He says he actually has hooked up with the Brony Club at the university, and he says that they're very accepting and welcoming of furries. Um, he says, I mostly do this to find an accepting community in the local area, and it's quite interesting when you talk to them, because I don't think they're all different, all too different from furries, about some of the issues they deal with, like public perception. That was kind of cool to read. He well, most bronies are acceptance of furries. I mean, there's just a very, very small group of them that don't like them, but most of them are accepting. It's that common perception that people think that bronies hate furries. And you need to remove that label and actually look at the group for what it is. My subculture is better than your subculture. I, yeah, Bring I think it. it's kind of like that. They want to be their own subculture, and they don't want to kind of be lumped into another one, you know, with furries. So I think that's kind of why you get that perception that they don't like furries. Because I, I don't really ever, I haven't really met any bronies that are like, I hate furries. And <laughs> everyone should then turn to the, um, for what it's worth, brony episode. That uh, <laughs> definitely gives you some pretty good insight. Meanwhile, in another part of town, that is all for our listener mail for this episode. Thank you so much, Ian. And uh, your emailer was uh, retro. 
for yes, you. joining us on the show with your emails. Send us more. Yes. So we have an announcement. Um, you are so excited Fire, for this. Fire Breath will be at... Um, oh, that announcement. Oh, yeah. Well, Fire yeah. Breath will be at Fur Fright. So, hey, if you, um, if you see him, you know, um, he, he'll be taking shout-outs and different things like that. So make sure that you approach him. By the way, Fire Breath, I need you to take shout-outs at the next Fur Fright. Um, this is the announcement. <laughs> this is, this is the announcement, and we just won't indulge you. <laughs> I haven't talked to him because he's two hours ahead of us and is in bed. Well, but, if he declines, you can just cut this whole segment out. Nope. He's doing it. So <laughs> He's on our cast. He, he's cool. Actually, he's going to be handing out little flyers and things for the podcast. So if you want some swag, not really swag, but if you just want something that says for what it's worth, he'll have it. All right, Rue. Now for your big serious announcement. He's so excited, and here it comes. That's actually a reminder. For what it's worth, we'll be doing a live show at Anime Bonsai. So remember to be there if you can be there. If not, then you'll be able to listen in and, and hear our wonderful experience at an anime convention. And what and where and when is this? Yeah, that was a horrible plug. <laughs> <laughs> details, details. Where will the audience come see I us? I like that plug. Okay. <laughs> I bet. You are fun. So, it will be this next Saturday at um, the Layton Convention. Davis. I mean, Davis. <laughs> Davis Convention. Conference. Davis Conference Center. In Layton. <laughs> in Layton. <laughs> I know it's in Layton somewhere. What time is it at, Tugs? Ye old 9 p.m. 9 p.m.? Hmm. 9 p.m. That's a bit late. I know, they like shoved us to the back of the schedule. I don't care, though. I'm excited. They just moved it, didn't they? It was weird. Anyways, show up, 9 p.m. We'll be doing a live show. and There will be real prizes to take home. It's not just going to be imaginary points and other BS we come up with to entertain you on this little show. We really are going to give you stuff if you win. Not big stuff, not like a car. What's the date? Um, it's Saturday the 20th. Thank you. 9 p.m., Show up for prizes, so participate, Saturday. and be generally entertained by two idiots on a stage. And what are we going <laughs> to be talking about, Tux? Um, the furry fandom. Yeah, that thing. Basically, we're going to be teaching <laughs> people um, about the furry fandom. So if you're a furry and you want to come and help us out, um, please do show up. If you have a fursuit. Wear your tails. Yeah, wear your tails, wear, wear your ears, wear your fursuits. Bathe. Um, hide your children, <laughs> hide your wives, you know, stuff like that. What? Hide your husbands. I love that phrase. Because they're hide your wives, hide your children. If and everybody out there. We should have, like, a new song. Okay, so, um, we are almost out of time, so, um, we have a contest going on. Now, seriously, I am so disappointed in our listeners, because I would have thought that they would have already cleared out one of these contests, and it's still open. So, we have a contest because we have two new ways for you to get a hold of us and engage us, and we really, really want you to use them. Seriously, people, we really do. Um, Rue and I have seen fit to give Uncle Sam money, and he has given us a post office box. This means you can mail us things. Please don't send bombs, anthrax, diseases, <laughs> used personal things, stuff like that we don't send want. Send cookies. We cookies. Don't even don't give me that face space. No, no, no. no. I know the other way to get a hold of you. Oh, well, I, well, we'll get there. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it's called driving to our house. Yeah, go to the studio. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Send send Fox dollars. Yes, please seriously send us stuff. You know, we, if you want to send us a letter, that's cool. We like email too, but send us physical things, and we will post pictures of them. We will talk about them, and you will be talked about on the show really, really well. So as long as you don't show like certain physical things, those will not be posted on our episode. Yeah, don't. I, we will look at them and enjoy them if you are email. So. <laughs> Here is the address, and it's on our page under Contact Us. It's P.O. Sorry, for what it's worth, P.O. Box 25394, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84125. We can accept packages of all kinds. So, no, oh, no, you, no UPS, no FedEx. That's the only thing. Just use the post office, guys. And the other way for you to get a hold of us, we have a voicemail box. And, oh, is this what you're talking about, Space? I guess it's all on Twitter. Oh, yes. We have a voicemail box. We want to hear your voice. Rather than typing out an email, if you're not a typer, call it and leave your comments. Make sure, if you do, that you say your name and what you are, your species, please, and where you're from, so we can all feel cool about it. We will actually play your voicemail live. So, if you want to call us and leave us a voicemail, the number <laughs> is easy to remember. It's 469 furry Long, oh. distance, long distance charges apply. Oh, oh it is, gosh. How did you get that number? No, 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 no. Why is it only nine digits? It works. What? It's the interwebs. It, it works, works, man. Don't worry about it. Four, it needs to be ten digits. It works. How? Well, you pick up a phone and you dial 46944Furry. It's only nine digits. It works! I'll call right now. No. I'm not having this discussion. <laughs> Just call the number. Once again, the number is 4694furry. Yes, it's only nine digits. What is your malfunction? It's only nine digits. Okay, pause the recording. No, it's cool. No, no it's, I'm giving you shit. It's ten digits. No, it's not. <laughs> furry. F-U-R-R-Y. So, so the why doesn't work? No, there's only nine <laughs> things here, and you can't dial a hyphen. Yes, you can. No, it's you called can't. Ash. It's four six nine. Have you tested out this? Four, yes, I have called F- the number. U R R Y. I'm going to dial this, but not call. But not call. Because I'm in airplane mode. Digits. So what's the number again? <laughs> four six nine. Four furry. Four. F U R R Y. It's nine numbers. But do you have to dial a one first? No. No? I don't know. Tug says it works. It's the interwebs, it doesn't matter. Anything's possible in the furry fandom. <sighs> first of all, you're a dick. Second of Why? all, the number is because you're proving me wrong. The <laughs> the real phone number. Are we still recording? Yes. Okay. Beep. The real phone number is 46944Furry. Aha! So, Ta-da. It's a miracle. I'm sorry! <laughs> that will be in this, the blooper reel. This needs to stay in, actually. This is funny. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's funny. If you're laughing, get the fuck out. Hey, I, you know, it's still clever. Shut up. The point is we're having contests on these lines. Okay, so the first person inside of the state of Utah 
to send us something in our box. Now, I need to actually go check the box because I haven't checked it since we got it. Um, we'll get a free for what it's worth lanyard. We Can will I, mail it to you. In the state of Utah? What if it's anybody? What if it's in Thank Canada? you for interrupting me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm letting you know. Go ahead. The more you know. And. If you don't live in Utah, now here's the reason, because if you live in Utah and you send mail to Salt Lake City, it's going to get here in like five minutes, so it's not fair to everyone else. So if you live outside of Utah and send us something, you also can get a free lanyard. You just need to mail us, and what we will do to make it fair to our international friends, we will look at the postmark. The one with the earliest postmark will get the prize. We will mail it to you. You don't have to pay for postage or anything. You get a free cool for what it's worth lanyard, and you can wave all of your friends. <laughs> if you awesome. leave us the first voicemail, no one has done this. It's so easy to call our nine-digit number. <laughs> this may explain why the contest is not completed. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> I'm an idiot. That's why I was so confused last <laughs> night when you were texting me. It's like, this is not working. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. If you call Star Star Furry from your cell phone in the United States, it will give you a phone number there. Furries. Furries. That's nine digits. This is falling apart. Call and leave a voicemail and you will get a lanyard postage free. We will call you back or email you. You have to leave us one or the other and then we will send it to you postage free. We only give these lanyards to people who are suckers and pay us money at conventions <laughs> or our guests. I'm going to send you a box and then the box is going to be a note that says give me my lanyard. Also, oh, <laughs> we reserve the right to decline winners before those kinds of crap. <laughs> So, um, Sun I out. that's pretty much the end of the episode. So, special thanks go to Kane Yin, Akron Space, Kaj, Kyo Retro, Gemini, Enigma, who provided the music, and everyone else who sent in music, emails, and content to the show and happened to dial the wrong phone number on our website, which I just learned about. We love you. <laughs> so, next episode is For What It's Worth Live. Go see it. Then, we will be doing the Halloween episode. Send in, Rue. Send in stories about, um, like, furry, scary stories. So if you're a writer, this episode is for you. We want to be able to promote some of your work. Um, so please do send it to us, and we'll be, um, we'll be reading your story online. But please, I mean, but please also, you know, we, since uh, uh, Retro did bring up the idea of uh, candies and stuff. Send us candy! Yeah, send us candy, but he also mentioned, you know, strange things that you've received on Halloween, and I think that there's plenty of stories out a there toothbrush. regarding that. Yeah, look at that. We yeah. don't even have to yeah. plan the next episode. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Retro went it for us. That's the worst, worst, worst ever a toothbrush. Okay, and just so you know, um, normally we release every two weeks. We are actually releasing three weeks in a row. That's not normal. Don't get used to it. <laughs> it's just because we have these specials that are happening with the For What It's Worth Live and our Halloween episode that we're going to be... I'm releasing these episodes left and right. Okay, so this segment's going on way too long, and I want to make meatballs. So let's wrap it up. So this is Tugs. And this is Rue. You this do. is Space. And this is Kaj. And Kuru. And, and this, this is... Been, for what, what it's, it's worth. worth. <laughs> Amen. Should we do that one more time? That's fine. You Grandma's can't tell that I was in the net.
coming soon to a podcast near you. The For What It's Worth Halloween Special. Send in your original scary stories, funny experiences, weirdest candy ever, anything related to Halloween, and we'll read it on the show. And as a special treat, a special adventure with the For What It's Worth cast will be performed. We need your stories, experiences, pictures, and so forth. So please send them to cast at forwhatitsworth.com. If you want to send in pictures, candies for the cast to taste, or mischief for the episode, the For What It's Worth mailbox is waiting for you. Check the podcast website for mailing address details. If you have a great story to share, either original or something which happened to you, and want to leave a voicemail, call 469-44-FURRY. That's 469-44-F-U-R-R-Y. Long distance charges may apply when calling for what it's worth, so check with your phone provider. The For What It's Worth Halloween Special, October 28, 2012. It's like a costume you can't see. Ha 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 